everyone kind of has their different preferences for how and when they like to receive feedback. So that's probably a good conversation to have with your manager. And hopefully a good manager will, will you know, like bring that up and be interested in figuring that out with you as well. Welcome to Design Life, a show about design and side projects for motivated creators. I'm Femke. And I'm Charlie. And in today's episode, we are answering a listener question, one that is oh so wholesome. Just you wait, just you wait till you hear this. We had a listener write in and ask about what makes a good manager. And the reason they were asking about this wasn't necessarily because they're looking to become a manager themselves and that they want to know what they should work on to get to this point. They were asking because they say, my new design manager is new to management and trying it out for three months through an internal work program. And I hope to make this transition as simple and effective as possible for my design manager, whilst hopefully not putting them off management. So how are some ways for it to go about being a good IC to support your manager in the best way possible to make the relationship more effective? Which like, as a manager, this warms my freaking heart (laughs) that someone is thinking about this. Um, But Femme and I thought that this would be a really good topic to talk about in general as well, about um, what we look for in a manager and what we really value. And then, of course, I can also share um, from my perspective some things that the people on my team do that make my job a whole lot easier. So I think this is going to be a good episode. First, though, Femme, how has life been? What have you been up to? It's good. It's good. I have been doing a bit of mountain biking recently. I'm trying to get into mountain biking. It's like my latest new sport. I You're feel so like cool, I'm- Fem. <laughs> oh, I just I hate you sometimes. You're too cool. I'm sorry. I really, I really suck. But uh, yes, on the weekend, I got a new mountain bike and uh, I have a friend here who's pretty good. So I've been going out on the trails with her. And nice. I mean, it's the first time in a long time that I've been doing something that's like kind of thrilling you know like Hmm. like it's it's kind of scary like you're going like really fast yeah yeah yeah. you're going (laughs) really fast down these hills down these rocks and like you're like oh my god am I gonna like crash into this tree and like break my arm (laughs) uh so it's kind of thrilling but also kind of fun but I'm like because I'm still new I'm I'm really trying to to listen to myself like if I notice that I have doubts or like I'm feeling nervous then I I just respect that and I'm like okay pull it back like don't get too overconfident too quickly because yeah I don't want to end up with broken bones or anything so uh yeah that's like 30 year old me I guess trying to like be be uh looking out for myself uh but also yeah just trying trying out something new and exciting that is very fun and like honestly makes me wish that I lived um in a more outdoorsy place just it just sounds fun although I don't know if I'd be as brave as you (laughs) well it kind of like I I have to say there's a whole like beginner to uh advanced mountain biking network 10 minute drive from my house so it's like so nearby and so accessible I could even like bike there that's how close it is so yeah it's it's so cool seeing like there's like six-year-olds and then there's like 60-year-olds like literally it's like the age of of people doing this sport is crazy. I'm like, wow, you're like ripping it down the trails. Very cool. <laughs> That's awesome. So you know that you've got another 30 years. Got another in 30 years in me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's uh, not not side project related, but yeah, just trying to enjoy the summer and, and get outside. What about you? I have also been trying to enjoy the summer and get outside to the beach, but I have also been working on my website more. 
and uh, really trying to just like de-scope it for myself so that it doesn't end up taking forever. I feel like I'm getting close and that I want to ship it before the end of the month. So hold me accountable to that. Um, yeah. I don't know when this episode comes out, but we're at, in like the early weeks of August right now. I want to ship it before August is over and for it to just to be done. And so, uh, yeah, hold me accountable to that fam and yell at me if I don't do it. Okay, I'm going to ask you next next week. Yeah, I will be Deal. asking you every episode until the end of August. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into this topic, though. I actually want to start by asking you a kind of like spicy question as someone who okay. someone who like wasn't I see and now is a manager do you feel like your answer to this listener's question or your expectations of what makes a good manager has changed from like your role as an IC to now being a manager or maybe like what, as an IC, what were some of the, the expectations you had for a good manager and how maybe is that different from now you're on the other side of it where you are a manager? Are there any differences there? Oh, that's such a good question. And I think that the first thing that comes to mind is that I could actually answer this now and like know what I feel like makes a good manager. Whereas yeah. before I probably didn't spend a whole lot of time thinking about it. I knew that there was vast differences between good managers and not so good ones. Cause I didn't, you know, experienced, experienced a lot it. of range of different managers throughout my career. Um, and I knew which ones that I got on most with and felt most supported by, but I don't know if I could have pointed to the exact things that led to that mm. whereas now I feel like I'm noticing that more um as a manager in what I'm intentionally trying to do with my team but also in how I interact with my manager too like I'm a little bit more um yeah viewing the relationship and learning from it as well as just like you know being a person on the team I think that I didn't realize how much of being a manager is about helping people reach their own solutions rather than having the solutions for them I think before I became a manager or like really noticed this, I felt like it was the role of a manager to have the answers, to be there, to like get people unblocked, to tell them like the answer to the questions that they have, that you just had to know that in order to be a good manager. And um, now that I am a manager, I think that I tried to do that early on. And that actually led to me not giving enough opportunities for my team to grow and like learn on their own because I was feeling the pressure to answer their questions when really what I should have been doing was just helping them answer them themselves. Yeah. It's like that difference between like mentoring and coaching. I feel where like yep. Yep. Men mentoring is like kind of more that hands on, like, Oh, I'll give you the answer. or I'll, I'll give you some advice Here's based on my experience. Situation. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then coaching is more like, like asking them questions back to like help coach them to a solution on their own and like kind of be more that guiding you know, voice throughout the conversation. Uh, and I, I definitely feel similar in that when I, because for me, I feel like my expectations around what makes a good manager have, have changed as my needs have changed, sort of going mm. from like a junior designer where I did want that like mentor, like I wanted someone to tell me exactly what I needed to do because I had no idea what I was supposed to be doing versus now as a more senior designer, I do want that more coaching kind of relationship with my manager and someone to like help me figure out next steps rather than telling me what to do. So yeah, I feel like my needs and expectations definitely change as I grow in, in my career. What do you look for in a manager aside from someone who can coach you? What are some other things that that make a good manager for you now at the level you're at? Yeah, I think someone that is interested in what my goals are and, and is willing mm. to help me get 
you know, achieve those. And so I really like it when, you know, my manager is very aware of what my goals are and therefore can keep an eye out for opportunities that align with my goals. Because of where I sit in the organization, I don't necessarily have as much visibility as say my manager would into initiatives happening across the country, uh, country, (laughs) company, uh, or like projects happening on other teams that I, I, I sort of look to my manager to help find those opportunities and bring them to me. Um, so that's one thing that is really important for me in terms of like my growth and getting those opportunities to, or, or that align with the goals that I have. Definitely. That's something that I try have tried to do as a manager as well. And what I, I think was an important step in me moving from being a peer to the folks who are on the brand studio team to being their manager was really sit down and have that like career conversation. Like, what are your, what are you aiming for? What do you want to do in your career? Think beyond ConvertKit even. Don't limit yourself just to what you know to be available right here, right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But in general, what are you working towards? Um, that's been really important. I think as a manager is a really good, like important conversation to have. And that as an IC, something you can do with your manager when they ask that or like raise this conversation is be really honest with them and talk like try to think beyond your current role as well and uh maybe i don't know it's not great if you're like yeah i really want to work at stripe (laughs) (laughs) and you know you're talking about leaving the company i don't know like but you can talk about um i really want to be working somewhere where there's a great design culture they're shipping like industry leading websites um because knowing that that's something that motivates you can really help your manager like you said, fam, spot opportunities. And also, honestly, it's feedback for them on the type of design culture that they should be building on the team. Totally, yeah. Another thing that I feel is important for me as an IC is just like recognition as well from my manager, whether it's Mm. like I did a good job at something or I don't know, like a kudos or it doesn't have to be like, I did this like big, amazing project, even like, hey, the way you presented today, like was, you know, was really great. Um, And also like then feedback, like regular feedback to me, I also really appreciate. Everyone kind of has their different preferences for how and when they like to receive feedback. So that's probably a good conversation to have with your manager. Uh, And hopefully a good manager will, will, you know, like bring that up and be interested in figuring out what figuring that out with you as well. Um, but I really appreciate that when my manager is like giving me feedback in a supportive way, like, you know, to help me again, we have those goals set. So we know what I'm trying to work towards. And so I can get that more contextual feedback. Yeah. Celebrating the, the smaller things is something that has been highlighted to me as something I need to do more of. This came up actually in performance reviews. I'd celebrated someone on my team for something that is really just a regular part of their job and that they've been doing for years. But I was like, hey, I really appreciate your attention to this. Um, And they shared with me in our review conversation how much it meant to them to hear the celebration of that thing and that they like can feel like that sort of thing is taken for granted if you don't celebrate it enough. So um, that's an area of growth for me is really to consciously celebrate the small things and not just like note that they're doing well and move on. Um, But you want to encourage that behavior to continue. So you should be celebrating it. Totally. I feel like our default is like, we'll only say something when there's something wrong. Right. But like, yeah. I or think... like when there's something brand new or like yes. a giant challenge was overcome, but yes. the day-to-day consistency can get ignored. Totally. Totally. And like, I feel like when it is radio silence for a while, you start to self-doubt. Cause you're like, mm-hmm. um, like, 
I, what, what, what do they think of what I'm doing? Like, am I doing this good? Am I not like I'm not hearing anything? I felt like this way earlier this year with, with the manager that I had where I just didn't know where we stood. I like wasn't sure, did she think I was doing a good job? Did she think I was doing a bad job? Because I wasn't getting any of this kind of feedback or signals. Like everything seemed to be going fine, but like nothing was explicitly said. And so I, I, I raised that with her. I was like, look, I really don't know where we, we stand. Like, do you, do you think I'm doing a good job? Because like I haven't heard anything. Um, and so, yeah, I think our default, at least for me, my default was like, if I'm not hearing anything, I start to self-doubt and like, so it, it's nice to like be reminded like, no, you are doing a good job or like, I really appreciated this recently. Goes a long way. Agreed. And even on hearing, cause I had a situation like this with a previous manager also. And I heard from him that like, no, my way is like, if you don't hear anything from me, like, like I'll speak if there's something right. wrong, yeah, but I right. trust you <laughs> and like, you know, do your thing. Even hearing that, I still didn't feel <laughs> like I was doing a good job. I was still like, surely he'd be saying something if I was doing good, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Exactly. So, yeah, I think I think that's a good reminder. Uh, what about like this listener asked around what are some things they can do to support mm. their manager? Um, anything that comes to mind for you, I guess, especially as someone in a manager position, what are some things that your reports do that that you find really helpful or that you're grateful for? My, okay, I feel like I have two answers to this. Um, I'll go with the one that came to mind first was ownership, basically, like owning things, not waiting for permission or waiting to be asked to work on something, but being proactive and saying, hey, this is happening, I'm going to do this and sharing it, letting me chime in. If I'm like, whoa, 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 hang on, hang on, that's not the direction we're going in, I can course correct that way. But um, seeing my team own things, make decisions has been hugely helpful in me getting like getting into management because it's a lot of work, uh, especially in the role I'm in. That's kind of like part manager, part IC, part strategy, like right. in the leadership level of the company. There's a lot happening in just knowing that I have a team that I can trust who is owning things and who is communicating, who is uh, meeting deadlines that they set for themselves that is honestly one of the most helpful things. Um, Cause as a manager, your performance is measured based on the performance of your team. So if you are doing a good job, if you're making decisions based on what the business needs or what you know your responsibilities are, then that is you helping your manager. And it mm -hmm. might not feel like it cause you might just feel like that's just me doing my job. <laughs> but I'm like, trust me, it is. <laughs> it means a lot, it goes a long way. Uh, what's the second thing? The second thing is a kind of related in a way, and that is um, using our time when we talk to each other in one-on-ones, uh, not as update time, mm. but as like problem solving time, as mm -hmm. talking through potential solutions and ideas you have. I find that um, that's led to the best, like most useful conversations between myself and, and folks on the team is when we don't spend our one-on-ones going over, well, this is the work I did last week and I should inform you that I did this and feeling the need to like really update on everything and instead being like, okay, this is a challenge that I'm working through. Um, here are some ideas I have for solutions. That's another thing is like coming with your own ideas first. Yeah. Um, and then we can talk about it and I can do a bit of coaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Uh, I, I also try to be, I think this is related to what you're saying, but I try to be proactive and like at least coming to those one-on-ones with some topics mm -hmm. for discussion, right? And not like yes. 
not just coming unprepared and letting my manager totally steer and lead the conversation. Like it's really your time as an IC. And so mm-hmm. coming a little bit prepared, being proactive for me, we have a, like a, a doc that we share for our one-on-ones. I'll like throughout the week, put topics or like notes in there to, to, to bring up for the, the agenda when we have our one-on-one. Um, and so I, I try to do that because it's really your time. And so it's up to you to make the most of it. And I think your manager will also really, really appreciate that as well. Yes, I love that you do that, Femme. That's definitely something else that I value uh, in my team too, because then I'm then I'm aware that we're making good use of their time. You right. know, like I'm there for them for whatever they want to talk through and whatever they want to go into in our one-on-one time together. And so knowing that they've thought about that and that they've brought up the things that are most important to them, I really appreciate. And really, just like treating your manager as a coach, I yeah, think. And yeah playing your side of of that relationship um where you do go to them with with questions and with challenges and um with the view that they can help you work through them as well they can help you find the solution what's your kind of take or philosophy on like honesty and transparency and things like that especially like in this kind of manager ic relationship like there's always a boundary somewhere, right? Like, so, so how do you deal with that? Or like maybe to the ICs of the world, like how can they make that easier for you? Or what, what should the expectations be? See, this is something that I feel like really needs to be set. The tone needs to be set by Mm -hmm. the manager Mm -hmm. because I think that, um, this sort of thing, creating an an environment of psychological safety to be honest, right. To be transparent and to be yourself. It's hard to fit, to to lead with that as an IC. If you are super brave and you want to just go in there and like lay it out on the line, wear your heart on your sleeve, then that is fantastic. But I know, like being realistic, there's a lot of workplaces where that you know is not a safe thing to do. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, so I know from having been an IC before at Convertco, we were a very transparent culture and everything. Um, we had a manager join who, and who was my manager and like took a while to, to open up, I guess. Mm. And on this one retreat, he like really opened up to us and shared, shared a bit of background and his story. And it meant so much to all of us on the team. And it, it sort of felt like, okay, we have permission to do this too. We can have this kind of relationship with, with this manager. Um, and we can, you know, get more value out of our relationship in that way. So that's something that I feel like I need to honestly do a better job of, of as a manager. I try to like, if I'm having a low mental health day, I'll yeah. share that with the team so they know they can share it with me too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Setting the something precedent, I do, right? Yeah, setting the precedent, letting them know that that is embraced here. I've done things like if I see my time submitting for one hour sick leave because I needed to end an hour early for mental health time, I'm like, just take the time. Don't use your sick leave. Yeah. Just end. <laughs> like, I trust you to like do all the good work you can that day. And once you're done, you're done. Um, so yeah, creating that sort of environment. But really, I think that is on the manager. Um, mm-hmm, and if mm-hmm. SNIC, you're not feeling that and you feel brave enough to raise the fact that you don't feel like you can be transparent, then that could be the start of a really productive conversation if you feel like there is a chance for it to get there with your manager. Yeah, no, totally. I, I agree. I think it is on the manager to like lead by example in that case and mm-hmm. like, yeah, set the precedent for for those kinds of things. I think for me also what's been helpful is like 
every time I get a new manager, because that's happened a bit in my career, (laughs) uh, is to really like sit down and have this, you know, early conversation of like, how do we want to work together? Or like, what is it you need from me? Or how can I help? How can I support you? And I think the the best relationships I've had are when that conversation is two-sided. So like, it's not mm. just like the manager asking how I can support you. It's also me asking them, how can I support you? Or like, what, what do we want to get out of this relationship together? Uh, and, and I like having that conversation because I, I feel like, you know, it's good to be reminded too, that you're not the only report of your manager. Like, I mean, in some cases, maybe you have one report, but most managers probably have multiple reports and probably the needs of those reports are very different. And so I think especially if someone is new to management, they're probably trying to figure that out. Like, what are the different needs of of all the people on my team? Some people probably need a lot of hands-on coaching. Other people are probably a lot more self-sufficient and just need the like weekly check-in. And so I think that's a good thing to remember as well as an IC and maybe start that conversation with your manager around your needs and what you want your relationship to look like between the two of you. Because it's not going to be a copy and paste job across all the other folks on your team. Yeah. That's a really, really good point. The way that I interact with everyone on the Brand Studio team is um, quite like, you know, different and unique in their own ways. I'm curious to hear if, because you're basically saying that you've posed this question to a manager before that this listener is asking to us, right? Like, how do I support a manager? What are some of the ways that a manager has responded to you? What are some of the things that they told you that um, you could do to support them? Yeah, so, you know, maybe they share like, oh, uh, you know, I would, I would love to be invited to these kinds of meetings or, you know, maybe every week you can send me a like async update on your project. Or if you're having doubts about something, like just, just let me know immediately on Slack, like don't wait for the Mm one-on-one, you know, just kind of establishing those kinds of things of like how we want to work together. And they do the same for me. They're like, look, if I have feedback for you, do you want me to wait until our one-on-one or do you want me to just immediately send it to you? Uh, and so just trying to figure out what we need from each other and, and how we want that to work and look like. I like that a lot. Something that we did at the start of the year on the Brand Studio team was fill out an operator's manual. Oh, um, cool, cool. Which I'm like in two minds about the name of that because I'm like, I yeah. am not a machine to be operated yeah, in a certain yeah. way. And like it can depend on the day how I'm feeling about feedback, quite yes. honestly. Yes. But it is helpful to have done as an exercise and to just see everyone's responses, how we differ, where we're the same. Um, Cause knowing that a message can land very differently, like feedback can land differently if it's communicated in a way that isn't the ideal way that someone likes to hear it. Um, so yeah, that was a really good exercise to do uh, as a manager and as an IC. Yeah, that's something I've wanted to do for a while is uh, I've more heard the term like user guide. So it's kind of like a guide on like how to work with me and like, here's how I like to communicate. Here's how I like to get feedback. I sort of like the user part of that. Yeah, though. I'm like, I, I don't want to be used. I know. <laughs> and there definitely should be a better word out there that we're not we're yeah. not thinking. But The guide for the best ways to work with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guide on how to work with me. Uh, Lily Konings, who is a design manager at Meta, a few months ago, I think shared her user operator manual guide whatever uh publicly on her twitter um oh cool and that sparked a bit of a conversation maybe i can go back and find that tweet and and we'll link it in the show notes i think i think she might have also provided a template i can't quite remember but that was really cool to see and i when i was working at uber i used to have a a doc that wasn't necessarily a, a guide on how to work with me but was more just like kind of a record of my contributions at the company. So it had all the projects I'd worked on, but I would also share like 
uh, like my opportunity areas or like my goals, things I'm working on mm. right now. And like, I think that was nice to kind of share to, you know, for other people to see like, oh, this is what Femke is trying to work on. And like, these are her goals so that if I see opportunities, I'll let her know. Um, and so, yeah, I want to figure out how to like take that do that again plus this like guide situation and figure out what that might look like because I think that's an interesting exercise that must have been a really useful resource for you to have when you were changing managers as well yes because I mean it's valuable to talk through these things because I think the way that we explain it when we're like in a conversation with someone talking about our goals or whatever yep is, is valuable but it could have stopped you from repeating some things and like got them yeah. up to speed quickly <laughs> to be able to read it yeah yeah I think like I because when I created that it was very like internal at Uber and now I want to create one that's more like not just company specific but like almost keep a track record of like my career basically um so rather than it being like an internal resource maybe mm. it's more of a public resource that I that I keep cool. and share and maintain I don't know uh something I've been thinking about that uh, feels relevant to this topic yeah something else that I feel like makes for a good manager just came to mind and that what I look for in a manager, what I try and instill as a manager is really trust. Feeling like your manager trusts you to get your work done. Um, I feel like the, there was some occasions, maybe last year in my first full year as a manager, where I was so afraid of being a, uh, like a hovering art director, being uh, a micromanager, right, yeah. that I, <laughs> I missed some issues happening or like I... Um, I don't know. I didn't catch things that were going on and where someone needed help. And so perhaps I trusted a little too much or like didn't ensure that the, this, the, they had the foundation there, right, to to be able to succeed on their own um, before. And the trust was more like <laughs> throwing them out of the nest without <laughs> a parachute or whatever the word is. Um, but that's really important for me is to feel like my team is trusted, um, yeah. for my team to feel like they're trusted. Um, because I do trust them and they're all the experts of their own area and as a as a person in a company with a manager myself I also like to feel trusted and I think that it sucks when your manager wants to get too involved in what you're doing mm. sometimes because you're like don't you trust me to do it by myself yeah, um. <laughs> yeah. I've definitely had those moments where like I've been in like a working session with my PM and for some reason my manager is also in that meeting and then it just feels like mm. that hovering like why are they here? They're watching like, you. Yeah, like yeah. we're trying to work through a conversation and I just feel like I'm being watched, you know? Yeah, yep, yeah. So it's a, it's like as a manager, it's a tough balance to strike. So maybe I'm sharing that story of me kind of like, um, I don't want to say trusting too much because that's not the right term for it. Like really I screwed up and missing um, when someone needed help mm. because I was like not getting involved enough. Um, so if your manager is hovering a little too much, they might have good intentions yeah. <laughs> and you can let them know. I got this. Like, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'd like to attend this meeting by myself so that I can, you know, show you that I can be trusted on this. Yeah, yeah. I think also maybe asking to them to clarify their intentions. Like, oh, you know, yeah. why did you join that What's meeting? What's your goal? Y yeah, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. what are you trying to get out of this? And like, that might be a good place to start just to understand why they're hovering so much or, or why mm -hmm. they're so in the weeds of the work. Uh, and yeah, you might learn something there that then maybe there's a there's a different way to to get them the information that they need, right? So that might yeah. be a good place to start the conversation too. 
like they might feel like they're there supporting you um and right. so you can let them know you don't need that support i remember being in um some meetings at zero where i had the wonderful dan newman as my manager i'm gonna name him because he was he was a really good example of a Shout manager out. for me he would attend these meetings with one particular person that i worked with because i found them tough and i like didn't know how to advocate for myself in mm. them and so i was really grateful that he was there um yep so like yeah, you know, um, there's a balance in being a manager of knowing when someone needs your support and when yeah. you just they just need to be left alone to yep. to do their thing. Totally. And I think always like it, it comes down to communication and like having yes, these conversations, exactly. right? Like mm -hmm. it's just so, so important. Like you need to be clear on what you need, what, you know, how your manager can support you and vice versa. So open communication is very important. Yep. And giving your manager feedback about the ways in which you think that you can work together better if they are doing something that you're like quietly complaining <laughs> to other people about behind the backs. I know that as a manager, I'm like, I would much rather my team just come to me and tell me face oh, to face. Sure. Like yeah. I can take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just tell me. But yeah, communication. Good way to sum this up, I think. Totally. Yes. And thank you so much to this listener who brought in this question. It is like, yeah, I think so mature to ask this question of like, how can I support this yeah. new manager that I have and you know like you want to help them succeed which I think is is really really kind and really generous so thanks for asking this question uh if you want to submit a topic request for us to talk about on the show you can always email us hello at designlife.fm you can also tweet us at designlife.fm and we love to see when you tag us on instagram yeah, when you're listening to the show as well fun. we don't have a design life instagram but you can tag me and fam separately. We're, we're always down for that. Yes, yes. <laughs> to we, see we where you're listening to the show. Yes, thank you. All right. Well, good chat, fam. See All you right. next week. See you, see ya. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.